and welcome to the Sonic Collective. Uh, this is Darren Scotts coming to you live from Calgary, Alberta. I am joined with fellow members uh, here in Calgary, Alan Dupuy and Scott Gregory. Hello. And it's been really nice. We've been able to connect with our other member who is all the way in Bangkok, Thailand, uh, Mr. Scott Coates. Hello, guys. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Q audience here. Q audience here, right. So uh, this month was my selection, and I, uh, if you listen to the, the way I came to the pick, I was just listening in a, a record store uh, and kind of heard this song that I'd never heard before. It sounded familiar-ish, but I just asked who it was, and they told me it was Toots and the Maytals. And I don't even know how to pronounce it. Is it Maytals? Maytals? I don't know. I'm not even sure. Maytals, um, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, well, that's perfect. I'll just buy the record, and uh, this will be my pick. And uh, I had done a little research on it as, as I bought it, and I'm like, wow, this was actually a very influential album. So anyway, that, that's who I picked for February. And uh I think you know what. Before I get into my opinion of it all, let's uh, let's kick it off. Let's start over to let's start with Alan today. What did you think mm-hmm. of that, Alan? Sounds good. Um, gotta admit, I don't I don't do uh, too much in the way of exploration when it comes to reggae music. So I was a little apprehensive when I saw that that was the genre that you would pick. I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out what it might be because uh, you had mentioned it's going to be something completely different. And I was thinking, like, all right, maybe old school country <coughs> or, I don't know, did not see reggae coming. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be so, Monty Python. Yeah. Monty Python spoken of, yeah. Something, something different. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of begrudgingly put it on thinking, like, how am I going to relate to reggae? I was born and raised in Canada. There's no friggin' palm trees and like it's just it's cold for six months of the year how could i relate to this but within you know the first two or three tracks of my first play i was into it um i i really i'm not gonna say it's my favorite style of music all of a sudden but uh it it definitely i went in with low expectations admittedly and it definitely (laughs) um it definitely caught me by surprise how much i enjoyed it um, particularly some of the, some of the covers, there's a, there's a couple of covers, maybe even more that, uh, that I noticed on the album. And it was neat to see their take on, on songs that I've definitely become familiar with over the years. And then is it just me or does the title track funky Kingston, is that sampled by Pitbull? Oh, probably. I'm sure lots oh, yeah. of people sampled that. And I mean, real realize too, I think, it's very James Brownish, you know, James Brown would have been there at the time. So they were probably listening to that and incorporating some of those, you know, funky drum fills as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I saw it's a theme for, is it uh, one of those uh, tattoo shows, not Miami Inc or one of them. Yeah. Anyway, it could be definitely would have been uh, played a lot. That's the one song I think most people would probably recognize. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it was good. And I think, um, as a direct result of, of this month's pick, I'll probably try and explore a little bit more, um, maybe beyond Toots and the Maytals into other, other reggae-ish kind of music. So you weren't so, even like a Marley fan? Like, it, like you don't own Legends? Nah. Wow. wow. I mean, you're the last Marley, person. Marley comes on and it's like, all right, you know. One yeah. love, whatever, but yeah, please leave it towards. So, yeah, 
very, very surprising for me, to say the least. <laughs> cool, cool. Scott G., what do you think, man? Yeah, I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I am not the rage. I, uh, I, too, am from the bald-headed prairie where it is cold. And uh, I do happen to live with a Rasta, though Grace, my wife, you might not believe this, but she is so down the well on, on Rasta. Like, she's got reggae albums everywhere. I even, I, I asked her because, I, I mean, this album, it, I, I didn't really, I, I, I can't tell the difference between the songs. I, I hit play and it's like it's one long song to me with like a dunk, dunk, dunk kind of like if maybe if they uh put some steel drums in there something really out there then i would notice but uh you know it's something i could have in the background playing the entire time uh i did like country roads too so i i thought listening to the original here uh, gave me some new insight into john devers uh version there but um i tried to get grace to listen to it and she wouldn't because I'm apparently like a Rasta infidel. And she gave me some like two minute speech on the purity of reggae music and how it's about community and happiness and joy. And apparently I'm not included in that mix. So <laughs> I was like, what? Because uh, she's like, I mean, she's pretty Catholic, but she's not like hardcore spiritual as far as, you know, the, the two minute kind of thing that she gave me. But um Overall, I, I like like I said, it, it, in playing it in the background and, and listening to it, um, man, I really struggled trying to find a favorite track on this. I do like Country Roads just because uh, it's familiar and the novelty of it because it is so different from the original. Uh, other than that, maybe um, Love is Gonna Let Me Down. I, I really felt that, that kind of vibed for me and then the the beat was pretty good uh i think i feel kind of like alan where i've heard some of this being sampled elsewhere although a lot of them i couldn't tell you you know i would struggle but i was like some of these loops and that it might just be because um a lot of uh reggae music after it i'm sure sampled and and did takes on him like a lot of people did on marley but um yeah, I I am still not the Rasta. I, I do not partake in the reefer, and I am much happier at minus 10 than plus 30. So I don't You're think crazy. that... I know, That's right? Weird. You're weird. So, yeah. so I, I don't think I'm going to be moving to Jamaica, no matter how much they need someone for the bobsled team. <laughs> Scott Coates. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. You know, as a genre, reggae, I mean, all of us know Bob Marley, but how often do you seek out a reggae album beyond Bob Marley, right? Like, yeah. I like Bob Marley, and I've been lucky enough to spend a lot of time on beaches, and it's funny, no matter if I'm in like a beach in Sri Lanka or, say, Vietnam or Thailand or wherever it is, you can always bet there's going to be reggae playing. And generally, like, I like reggae in the background when I'm somewhere hot, but I kind of agree with Scott Gregory. Like I rarely differentiate between tracks. So to actually sit and listen targeted to a reggae album was kind of interesting. I mean, 1973, the year I was born. So this thing's 44 years old, right? Or 45. And uh, 
you know, to think about what was going on at that time period was a little bit interesting for me. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed the album. Some reggae albums I've heard where they kind of have a lot of those weird samples that will go like right and wow, 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 in the background and stuff. I don't like yeah. But this was like good background music. Like every time I put it on, I, I enjoyed it. I felt good. And at the end, I was sort of like, oh, it's over. Okay. And a couple of times I actually listened to it twice in a row. So it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, Take Me Home Country Roads. I'd love to know why that was covered. I mean, I looked just on Wikipedia and it only came out in 71 by John Denver. So just two years later, these guys recorded, which I'd, I'd wonder why. And Louie Louie, like, why did they record that? It's only a 10 track album right so like at least or maybe a couple more but at least 20 percent are covers um but they were neat but i you know i enjoyed it i'd recommend it i think as far as if i'm ever like oh i want to listen to reggae that's not bob marley I, i'll turn this on again but there is something about reggae that maybe it is just have even though i do live somewhere over 30 degrees most of the time now maybe growing up as a very white guy in a cold place <laughs> that it, it doesn't like reggae doesn't speak to me on a daily basis. And if you ask me to name my favorite track off it, there isn't one that really sticks out, right? I can hear Country Road in my head just because it's so different being done reggae. But compared to a lot of albums we re review, there's not like two tracks that popped out while I was listening that I was like, oh, yeah. Like Funky Kingston actually, you know what, maybe I take that back. Funky Kingston does stick out mm. and it's pretty cool. But overall, I really enjoyed the pick because I never listened to reggae beyond Bob Marley. Um, nice background music. Um, yeah, just a, a pleasant album. Pleasant is probably a very white word to use as well when reviewing. <laughs> I thought it was swell. It was darn <laughs> pleasant and rather <laughs> nonsense. So, do you think it was? Do you think it's a throwback to like the '60s? How they had a couple covers in there because we know CCR and a bunch of bands that kind of transitioned from '60s <laughs> into '70s did that too, right? They they bring in tracks. Yeah, that, from was, that was the norm, really, to do covers back then. It was just a quick, easy way to do it. I mean, that's all like that. So. Yeah, good good point, Scott. I mean, this in the early 70s was probably a real kind of transition point, right? Like coming out of the 60s music into 70s, how do you make an album? How do you make a reggae album go mainstream? And maybe mm. throwing on Louie Louie and Country Roads was an attempt to do that. And it's funny, there's one guy on Facebook that I'm not real close with, but he always reads my posts about the Sonic Collective. And he's from Britain. And he, as soon as he, I put this up, he's like, oh, that's a great album. Like, so I'm like, hmm. oh, wow. Like, some people, this is a reasonably well-known album, I think, in, in reggae. So I think it was a fun pick there. And like, we've never done reggae. It was fun. But I kind of got to go back to Scott in that it just sort of blends into the background a bit. But I enjoyed that background. Yeah. I think what got me on this one out of – we've picked some really weird stuff at points, like some real fringe on some of the um, – the types of music that I listen to, but this is the first one where I felt 100% a tourist, you know, like I, I was just kind of floating into what's clearly someone else's scene. And I, I don't really understand. Like, I know that all of these tracks I'm sure are, are great. And that people who truly love this music get the nuances and, and it's not all these tracks blending in for them, but it ain't me, babe. No, no, no. It ain't me. <laughs> yeah, here, I'll jump in now. And, you know, maybe before I, I get into what I thought, uh, I'll give you a little bit of history on it, too. I'm, it's funny that, uh, you know, you mentioned 73, but actually in Wikipedia and other sources say the original album is actually 72. Uh, and then there was uh, a newer version created and put it in 1975, more for the U.S. market, that actually only contains three of the original songs. 
Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I should know those. I think Country Road and Funky Kingston were two. I forget the other one. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was interesting. And actually, Toots and the Maytals, they, uh, they formed and they were big in the 60s. They did a lot of covers. They kind of did bars. Uh, and they really kind of actually started the, the real reggae sound. And realized that when this uh, album was released, the original one in 1972, at that time, nobody in North America had any idea what reggae was. Bob Marley had not released his album yet. That was in 73. It was not until a year later that that happened. Uh, same producer, though, uh, Chris Blackwell, that uh, really uh, promoted Marley and got him that international recognition, worked on this and especially the second uh, release, the 1975 one that we listened to. Uh, so he, he did do it purposely to try and uh, put it out there and get it into a North American crowd. And eh, apparently it worked. Uh, it is number 378 all time in the Rolling Stones uh, top 500 albums of all time. Um, they actually coined the term reggae. They had uh, they had a song called Do the Reggae way back in the 60s. And they are credited with actually coining that term. Uh, yeah, it's Frederick Toots Hibbert is the lead singer. Sorry, was somebody going to say something? No. No, all right, sorry, I just started. Um, yeah, and uh, I think then the, the, the original two Maytals were uh, uh, Ralphus, Rally Gordon, and Nathaniel Jerry Matthias. Um, and then they, yeah, and then they added more for, for this. Um, yeah, he actually got arrested at one point. They spent 18 months in jail for uh, weed possession. Imagine the that. Reefer. Oh, right? yeah. The yeah, reefer. Yeah, I love, yeah. It's too and funny. he says it wasn't even his, he was yeah. holding it for a friend. Yeah, I think they originated that excuse as well. Yeah, it's funny. And I guess uh, in, tw- in 2013 or something, he's playing some music festival. I, I just read this just before we hopped on here that uh, he took an uh, empty bottle of vodka off the head and it gave him like a really bad concussion. He's been pretty messed up since then. But uh, yeah, just on uh, the Virginia Music Festival in 2013. Um, anyway, that, that's enough kind of back about him. I actually, I'm a reggae fan. I, I always did like it. Yes, I have legends. But, you know, do I really own much? No. Do I have some good reggae playlists? Yes, um, on Spotify, but I hadn't really listened to much. I, I really liked it. I actually, I disagree with you guys in the sense that you think they, some of the songs sound the same. I think no matter what, you're going to get that reggae vibe, you know, or ska vibe, you know, the, mm. the backwards strum or whatever uh, that you'll hear the police do. You know, would you say all the police songs sound the same? You know, yes. I, that's the same argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. ACDC, you may be able to do more. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I actually found them quite varied in, in a lot of ways. Some were more funky. Some were more, like, slow and get fast. You know, I, I know there's 25% cheese whiz on some of this, but I actually really liked Louie Louie and Country Road. I thought they were great. And Pressure Drop. I, I like how he ended with Sailing On. Yeah. I thought that was just, like, you know, cheesy song, but just, like, finish the album. Like, it's all done. I'm sailing on, man. Uh, it was good. Yeah, so I, I really like this. I, actually, I'll start with my scores, and then you guys can go ahead. I don't. I think mine will be higher than yours. I mean, um, overall, I'm coming in at a four. I might even, I might even put it a bit higher. But you know, I'd recommend it for sure at a four. Did it influence my taste? Not really. I just didn't know it back then. I'll put it, you know, as a three that I liked reggae and I, I like that vibe. But um, you know, that that's kind of the scores for me. What, what are you guys thinking for scores for that? Well, I probably. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you you know, Darren. um, I think as far as reggae goes, I'm gonna, you know, actually, just before I give my review, interesting. I was wondering when Legend or Bob Marley came out, and so for these guys predating Bob Marley, that's really interesting. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll give it a a, a four. I forget is four our highest number? Is it five? Five is (laughs) five. 
I'll give it a four for the album because, I mean, as far as reggae goes, it's solid. And, you know, you, you were saying, like, we, we say it blends into the background. It all sounds the same. If you played Foo Fighters for my mom, she would probably say the same thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This just all sounds like horrible screaming noise. So there's, <laughs> like, my ear is not polished to reggae probably, right? But I'll, I'll give it a four. Influence my taste. I can't really say because, like, I don't think I'm going to go on a big reggae binge now. Um, recommend it to someone? Definitely. If somebody was like, hey, man, like, I'd like to, you know, listen to some reggae beyond Bob Marley, I would definitely recommend this album. And overall, yeah, I'll give an overall 3.5, yeah. Cool. I'll probably come in at, like, a, a 3. But that's heavily weighted against the, uh, against the, did it influence me? No. Um I think it's a solid album. It's well produced. He's got a good voice. Uh, I think it. My my review is really tainted just by my general apathy for reggae music. So, if you like ska, you know, if if you think Gwen Stefani is hot, then maybe give it an extra point, and that puts you into a, a four over my three. Everyone, you should definitely go out and listen to it at least once or twice or three times. It's great background music. Um, yeah, I, I just weigh in at a three based on my my own personal meh level. I think there's more here, Mr. Gregory. I think it is your disdain for the reefer and black people. I yeah. think so. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> outed, outed on this national podcast. I think international podcast. International. international yeah. I think what really hurt was uh, Grace wouldn't listen to it with me and called me a tourist. So screw all you reggae fans. If you don't want me, I don't want you. Wow. Okay. Alan, what are your scores? We'll better move on before you go. (laughs) Yeah. I may not Um, be around next week. Thank you all. You know, uh, like I mentioned at the the top of the podcast, I think um, it caught me by surprise how much I did enjoy it. I didn't, I didn't mention this sentiment, but I too also felt like a lot of times the tracks blended in together I found myself having to look at the playlist and that you know like Scott mentioned is probably just because I'm not attuned to reggae so I'm going to give it a three and a half I think uh, mm-hmm. you know what I might even I might even go four oh, feeling generous mm-hmm. yeah because wow, yeah. wow. like I said I, I I expected to give it a one <laughs> and, uh, and it really caught me by eyes. and there were a few really awesome tracks here like love is gonna let me down i, I was caught off yeah. guard by how well uh, yeah it's a good track that's yeah, my favorite track for sure it's my favorite track as well um so just hearing that and then their interpretations of all of these covers like louie louie country road i want to explore more of the album so influence my taste i'm gonna give it a five Ooh. Ooh. Oh, nice. this, is, this is really like my first deep dive into the world of reggae. So now I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. If you mean by explore more of the album, by meaning actually exploring more of the reefer, then I think you should. <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard Wait people a say that in order to fully appreciate and understand reggae, you need to be, you need to be a few tokes in. So, you know. so everyone might need to wait until July before they pick up this album. If you're Absolutely. in Canada, yeah. If you're in Colorado, you can go ahead and start listening right now. Yes. <laughs> but we're, we're Canadian, so I will wait till July. That's right. Legally, <laughs> really, I'm, I'm never Reagan. going to touch it. Yeah. Uh, and I would 
definitely recommend this to a friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would start with Country Road yeah. as the track to start with. Everyone knows John Denver's take on it. It's cool to hear something completely different. Yeah, I don't know. The Louis Louis, like, I think at the end, like, that wow, 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 whatever the heck that was, I'm like, <laughs> whatever that is, I like that. More of that. that. <laughs> More of that. And, and, and I thought it was funny because I'm like, what year? Like, this is a, you know, 1972 or three, whenever the heck they recorded that particular song. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool effect for that time of uh, uh, that year. <laughs> I was like, pre, this review should end with a bubbling bong, by the way. Whatever the track is, someone should edit in a bubbling bong right at the There end. you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. One <laughs> then they weren't getting into NWA territory. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they borrowed that culture from Toots and the Matos. There you go. Never right, guys, any parting shots? No? Uh, if I get murdered before next month, I blame you all. Oh. <laughs> yeah, hey, no, no, no. No, no racism in this group. No. You're married to a Filipino. It is true. <laughs> She's <laughs> the only one that would have me. Filipina, yeah, yeah. if you want to be more specific. Yeah. I was thinking she was the one who was going to murder you. Oh, maybe. Yeah. She yeah, has sworn that I will die by her hand at some point. So well, we're if, all just if I go missing, well, start with her. We have this recorded in case it ever does happen. And goes That's to right. court. <laughs> Mr. Gregory did state on recording once that, uh, yeah. Okay, they said it, happen? not me. Yeah, That's let's right. wrap this up. Before well, I actually do get say something that yeah. gets me murdered. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, you know, right. I, I think I think we can all agree that if anybody, if you you know like reggae and you haven't heard of this, I think it's a must listen. Um, I think if you're even somewhat interested in reggae, again, a must listen. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's interesting because you know, to at least you know Alan and Scott G, sounds like you weren't reggae fans at all, and you still you know gave it decent scores, really. And I think it shows that uh, for its genre, it is it's a really fantastic album. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Definitely good on a day. A little uh, imbibed is uh, the way to go for it. Um, but you don't have to be. I think you just pick yourself on the beach and chill out. Uh, again, only 38 minutes. We always like those uh, short albums. But uh, yeah, I, I think this is a must listen. And I, I, it was a cool, I, I'm glad I kind of just stumbled onto it the way I did. It was, it was a good review for me. I'm glad you guys liked it as well. Uh, Scott Coates is coming up next with his pick, which will come out. Uh, right, it should be up at the same time this review is, so make sure you check our website for that. Um, yeah, so for now, this is uh, myself, Darren Scott, Scott Gregory, and Alan Dupuy in Calgary, and Scott Coates in Thailand signing off. Whoa, hey, for the Sonic Collective. And please visit us at soniccollective.com. All right. That's, that's some horrible bongs. <laughs> yeah. We'll do some real ones next. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Peace out. Bye.